Food Heals Podcast, Episode 266. When we live in our truth and stand in our power, we are unstoppable. I will continue to share my story, speak my truth, and heal myself. And I will share your stories. Because when we share our stories, we give others permission to share theirs as well. And collectively, we all heal. And each of our stories may be the key to unlocking someone else's prison. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody, and on today's episode, I am getting real with you. I am sharing my story of where I am at today. It's my physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial journey that has led me here to exactly where I am today. And it's definitely been tough and traumatic and painful at times, but I now know that it was all perfect. But it took me some time to be able to see it that way. You know, it's not overnight. It's a process. It's a practice. I've done a lot of deep healing, a lot of deep spiritual work on myself. I've read all the books. I've taken all the classes. I'm still working on myself, and um, I've come a long way, but I am not done. I don't think we're ever done healing, but I am definitely at the point in my life where I'm willing to share unapologetically exactly who I am, what I have been through, and what I stand for. And just to stop playing small, stop shrinking, stop caring what people think, and just being bold and brave. These days, I have been trying to tell my story everywhere I can, whether it's like on an Instagram post or on the podcast or in my film, Powered by Plants, that just came out, or my book, or if it's speaking on stages across the US and internationally, I am out there and I am speaking my truth. And the crazy thing about sharing my story is that it's really led to me living this beautiful, sexy, amazing life that I never really dreamed I could have, you know? It's nothing like what I thought I was going to be when I grew up when I was a little girl because I couldn't even see how magical it could be. And opening up about myself has unlocked that magic. And so by sharing my story with you today, I hope it encourages you to share yours as well. And you never know who's out there that needs to hear your story. You know, someone needs to hear it so that they can heal. So you may know I am finishing up my book, Food Heals, and it is an anthology. So I am sharing your stories and stories of people who have been on the show who have healed themselves. Um, but the introduction is my story. And today I wanted to start the podcast by reading you my introduction. And this hasn't been edited yet. This is raw. This is me. And look, it may change before it's published. Who knows? My editor may be like, cross everything out in red ink and say, start over. But this is where I am today. I hope that it helps you. I hope that by sharing my story, it gives you encouragement um, to overcome your traumas and to share your story as well. All right, roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. My hair was wild, my feet were muddy, and my smile was contagious. I was 10 years old and determined to leave clean and come home dirty, much to my parents' chagrin. 
My pastel pink pants would turn a dark shade of maroon and my kids would be soaking wet from playing in the creek for hours. Life was good for this only child who could do no wrong. My parents were madly in love and they never even exchanged a crossword. They had met in the 70s in Chapel Hill at the University of North Carolina where my mom was in graduate school and my dad was an undergrad. My mom always said it was love at first sight. They got married in a whirlwind romance and had their first child at the dawn of a new decade in December of 1980. Growing up, the house at Lake Ellen Drive that my dad built was the gathering place for my friends and neighborhood kids. My parents just opened up their doors and their hearts to anyone who needed them. Our home was situated between a lake and a creek with a freaking waterfall connecting them. Seriously, I did not know how cool that was until I got older. We would climb the rocks, we would play tag, we would climb trees, we would run around reckless and free and end up back home exhausted while my parents would whip up something in the kitchen for us to enjoy after that hard day of play. As I got older, there was fishing and boat rides and UNC football games, sleepovers, pool parties, riding our bikes and counting down the days until we were sweet 16. Basically, picture the childhood of Dawson, Pacey, and Joey before high school. They were riding their bikes to the local movie theater to see whatever flick was on Dawson's must-see list, sneaking in and out of each other's windows for sure, hanging out on the docks, playing in the neighbor's yards. You get the picture. And you know Pacey and Dawson probably had lots of sleepovers and made some prank calls. Yes, Capeside's fictional faves seem to be perfectly modeled after my Chapel Hill upbringing. Life was a dream. The only hardship I faced was finding matching clean socks and trying to get home before the street lamps went dark. I was a happy girl, blissfully unaware of stress, pain, or trauma. How quickly this happy girl would lose her innocence and childlike wonder. When it came time for me to head to college, I chose UNC Wilmington, which was a two-hour drive from my hometown. My parents decided to uproot their life and move to Topsail Island, where they owned a beach house, in order to start fresh and be closer to me. Topsail was just 30 minutes from my dorm. My father had started what would become a highly successful and lucrative law practice in their new beachfront community, while my mom spent her days tending to the house and the dog and watching the waves from her beachfront chair. I visited them a few times a month in between classes, working towards my film degree and dreaming of my future illustrious film career in Hollywood. Wilmington had a booming film industry at that time, and so I was on movie and TV sets whenever I wasn't in class. I even got a couple of cameos on Dawson's Creek, the show that had emulated my childhood. My dreams seemed well on their way to coming true. They say life is what happens to us when we are busy making other plans. The word cancer had never entered my vocabulary before. It was something that happened to other people, people I didn't know. So when I drove the commute from my college apartment to see my parents one sunny afternoon during my junior year of college, I had no idea the bombshell that was coming. My dad had asked me to meet him at his office. Mom has cancer, my father said. I didn't know what shock was, but in this moment, I just went numb. How could this be? We drove back to their beachfront home and I sat with my mom and dad. They said, it's okay to cry, but I didn't. I was strong. I was numb. I was just a junior in college when I learned that my mother and my best friend had only months to live. My mom had started getting sick when I was in high school, although she hid the signs from me for years. Multiple sclerosis is an autoimmune disease in which they say the immune system literally attacks itself, leaving the body vulnerable to sickness and disease. At first, my mom felt numbness and tingling in her hands and feet, and over time, even just walking had become more and more difficult. 
I now realize this is why she sat and watched the waves all day. It was a struggle just to get up. Her pain was increasing quickly. Doctor after doctor, drug after drug, nothing could ease her pain. Every new month brought a new specialist and a new prescription. My mom had boxes full of medications. She had to write down each drug she took throughout the day in order to keep track of all the pills so as not to overdose. Each new drug induced at least three new side effects. The more drugs she took, the worse her condition seemed to become. Curing my mom's cancer became my family's full-time job, but no doctor and no test could determine the cause of her cancer, and therefore no doctor and no test could determine the treatment. We went to the best hospitals in the state, UNC, Duke, specialists, world-renowned oncologists, still no clear answers. What followed over the next few months were weekly chemotherapy treatments, how quickly my mother lost her hair, her skin began sagging, and she was growing hair in all the wrong places. I wondered, is this treatment making her healthier or sicker? But the doctors assured us that this was our only option, and since doctors are God, well, you know, we soldiered on. But things just continued to get worse. Does nutrition matter? I asked one day to Dr. God. No, it does not matter. She can eat anything she wants. Thank you, Dr. God. I mean, whatever you say. Blessed be the fruit. When they moved her from the hospital to the hospice, I was told it was only temporary. No one told me that hospice was where they take you to die. I hung out in her room each day, studying and reading as she slipped away a little more, further and further into a catatonic state. I don't remember our last words because I did not truly comprehend the gravity of the situation denial. One month before my college graduation, my mother, the beautiful Patricia Ann Dowdy Bigger, took her final breath. I had left to pick up my great aunt from the airport who had come in town to visit. When I arrived back at the hospice, my father and boyfriend met us in the lobby and told me she was gone. That was the day I finally cried. I just need a minute. My mother's death hit my father hard. His soulmate, his best friend, his reason for living was gone. No one could explain why. My dad and I were going to make it, though. We had each other. It was us against the world, and we were going to be okay. After graduating with a film degree, he supported my idea to try moving to California to pursue a career in Hollywood. But as is usually the case, fate had other plans. You may not know this, but when you cross the border into California, they pull over your car, strap a yoga mat to your back, and they put a green juice in your hand. (laughs) Kidding. Sort of. In Los Angeles, I began meeting people. People with incredible healing stories to share. I met a woman who healed herself of ovarian cancer through a raw vegan diet and healing her emotional trauma. I met a man who healed his autoimmune condition and lost 100 pounds by green juicing his way back to health. I met another woman who healed cervical cancer through a raw vegan diet, meditation, and kundalini yoga. I was learning about acupuncture, vitamin C therapy, plant-based diets, ozone therapy, all of these crazy alternative modalities of healing that were foreign concepts to me and my Southern roots. I started making connections, connections like the body can heal itself if given the tools it needs to do so, and Food has the ability to harm us or to heal us. OMG, food heals. You are reading this book or listening to this audio on the podcast 
So you might be thinking, Q90s Valley Girl accent. Well, duh. But at the time, this information was revolutionary to me. The light bulb had gone off and I was ready to shout my newfound knowledge from the damn rooftops. I had started a film production company and somehow every single one of my clients was health and wellness related. Every person I met in LA and every person I worked with was solidifying my beliefs. I knew that I was going to dedicate my life to holistic health and healing and educating and informing people on how to prevent and reverse disease. That was 2006. I was almost as blissed out and innocent as I was in that childhood memory that I shared in the beginning. And then wham, the universe had another shit storm in store for me. Two years after my mom died and only months after my dad remarried, I got a call from my father. I'll never forget his words. I'm sick, baby. It's bad. Come home. I flew directly home. I told my dad I would save him. I told him he had to taper down on the massive amounts of pharmaceutical drugs he was taking and drastically change his diet. He agreed to try. We visited a holistic doctor who said he could help my father if we let him. This new doctor's office was in his home, not in a medical center, and it smelled like patchouli, not like medicine, and he was wearing a flannel shirt, not a white coat. I could see the judgment in my dad's eyes. This holistic doctor had assisted thousands of stage four cancer patients in making full recoveries. My dad's illness did not have to be terminal, but my dad did not choose to change because he truly did not believe it would help. He did not stop the pharmaceutical drugs. He did not change his diet. He did not change his ways. The same oncologist who treated my mother prescribed him more drugs, more chemotherapy, and more radiation. The same doctor who treated my mom told me to go home and let him die. I pleaded. I begged. I cried. Dad, drink this green juice. It will heal you. Eat garlic cloves, no sugar, no processed food, do yoga, meditate. My dad laughed lovingly as he sipped his whiskey and smoked his cigar. The hardest thing I have ever had to do in my entire life was to accept my father's decision to stop making smoothies and to start listening, to let him be himself and not push my newfound beliefs on him. I lost both my parents to cancer by the time I was 25 years old, and as devastating as this tragedy was, it has instilled in me an innate sense of my purpose in this world, to awaken people, those who want to listen anyway, to the fact that a healing miracle is always possible. So maybe you're thinking, Okay, this is the end of the story. Now she goes on to live out her mission and help people and write this book, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I'd say this is where my story begins. Because now I had to start the long process of healing. Not only had I lost my parents, but I had lost my stability, my trust in life. That feeling that everything was going to be okay was completely shattered. I now lived in constant fear. Fear that I would get sick too. Fear that I would run out of money. Fear that I would die. I was 25 years old and it felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. And this is when the school of life began for me. 
Nothing I was taught in high school, in college, or by my parents could have prepared me for this. Not only had I lost the only family I had ever known, but then I found out I was broke. The executrix had completely mismanaged my father's estate, stopped running his business efficiently, and stopped paying the mortgages on all his investment properties. Someone from Bank of America called me and said, you're losing thousands of dollars a day. Mortgages haven't been paid in months. Your homes are in foreclosure. You guys, I was 26 years old and I literally didn't know what foreclosure was. So I retained a lawyer. The estate is broke, he told me. So I didn't even have the money to pay him to fight it. Depression, fear, anxiety, and anger consumed me. How the F was I going to survive? I didn't like drugs, so I couldn't numb the pain. I didn't have a religious background, so I didn't know how to talk to God. So I put my faith in food. Greens, fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, seeds, soups, smoothies. They can't take my health away, I declared. At least I will never get cancer, I decided. Food became the basis of my healing for a long time. By changing my diet and transitioning to a plant-based whole foods diet, my body began to change. My digestion improved, my skin cleared up, I lost weight. Health was my passion, and so it was fun to focus on being healthy and avoid being depressed. By the time I went fully whole foods vegan, I was a new person. I had never felt so good in my life, but I was still having dark days. So I needed to take the next step in my healing journey. That's when gratitude became my go-to. I knew nothing about the connection between our bodies and our emotions growing up. It just wasn't part of our vernacular. Five stages of grief? What is that? (laughs) I was clueless as ever as to how to get in touch with my emotions. They say you got to feel it to heal it. So I slowly started learning methods of emotional healing that would help me grieve. Meditation helped me quiet my mind and halted my anxiety. Music allowed me to feel my emotions more deeply. Counseling allowed me to give my feelings a voice that I hadn't been able to express before. Hypnosis allowed me to access and heal traumatic memories that I had suppressed. Slowly, I began to allow myself to grieve, and through my grief, I was able to find gratitude. And in the presence of gratitude, I found that anger, sadness, pain, anxiety, and depression didn't exist. And in this space, I was able to turn my pain into my purpose. Along with the emotional healing came the spiritual healing. I had turned my back on religion my entire life after having negative experiences at church. Not rapey ones, just being told I was going to hell if I wasn't a good girl type of scenarios. And that just didn't resonate with me. But throughout this journey, I began discovering the work of people like Edgar Cayce, Sylvia Brown, Marianne Williamson, and Gabrielle Bernstein. My mom had always been on the woo-woo side while my dad was straight up, what you see is what you get. So spirituality and the afterlife and a belief in God, a higher power, or the universe was always kind of like 50-50 for me. It was like having an angel and devil on your shoulder where the angel's like, dude, everything is amazing in heaven. Your parents are totally blissed out AF. And then the devil is like, nah, they're dead and buried and that's it. 
Over the last 10 years since the death of my father, I am really happy to say that the angel has won. I do believe that I'm being guided and supported. I do believe in the afterlife. I do believe that my trauma is something that can empower me to help others. Now, I'm not going to tell someone who has just lost a loved one or gone through some horrible effed up trauma and tell them God has a plan because I'd be mad AF if someone said that to me after my loss. But I do believe that there is life after death, and I do believe that my parents are still with me, guiding me, and loving me. And so in order to have a relationship with them, I had to forgive. I had to forgive myself for not saving my parents. And that forgiveness opens the door to freedom, so that today I can have a loving relationship with my parents, even though they are not physically here on this planet. And I learned that love heals. I'm still working on having a deeply loving relationship with myself. In 2015, I started the Food Heals podcast. This was a place for me to finally have a voice in this crazy world of health and wellness. This was a place where I could share my story along with the healing stories of others and truly start a food revolution. Finally, I could stop preaching to those who didn't want to hear what I had to say and speak to those who I could help, those who were seeking knowledge, inspiration, and motivation to get healthy. At first, when I thought about starting my podcast, fear overwhelmed me. Who will listen to me? Who am I to start a podcast? Will this even help people? Imposter syndrome, a disease many of us suffer from. Does it sound familiar? Through my spiritual work, I had learned never to hold back who I am, not to play small, that my story can help others, that everyone doesn't have to like me or agree with me, that I do not have to be a doctor to talk about health, that I am not a fraud. It is impossible to be a fraud of oneself. And today, when I feel scared about standing up for what I believe in or saying what I truly want to say, I remind myself of this powerful quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. That's why I'm writing this book and sharing these incredible healing stories with you. Because when we live in our truth and stand in our power, we are unstoppable. I will continue to podcast. I will continue to write books and blogs. I will continue to make films. I will continue to share my story, speak my truth, and heal myself. And I will share your stories. Because when we share our stories, we give others permission to share theirs as well. And collectively, we all heal. And each of our stories may be the key to unlocking someone else's prison. That's it. Thank you, Food Heals Nation, for giving me the space to share that with you. I really appreciate it. If you have any feedback for me, feel free to DM me on Instagram at allisonmelodytv. Uh, you can also email me at info at foodhealsnation.com. 
I've got more to share with you today, so I hope you're ready to stick with me for another few minutes. I really want to talk about permission. I think this is a big thing that I had to get over. And if you're struggling with this, I want to help you get over it too, because I think it is, I hate the word life-changing, but it is life-changing when you realize that no one has to give you permission. No one is giving me permission to write a book. No one gives me permission to podcast. I don't need permission to write a blog, to post to social media, or to post my thoughts, opinions, and experiences online or anywhere. We are living in a time like no other, where if we have a smartphone, then we have the power to change the world. And I truly believe, Food Heals Nation, that the way to change the world is through our stories. And not to wait for permission. Please don't wait for permission. The time to share is now. And I've got to tell you a little bit about the person who really helped me understand this concept and truly helped me give myself permission to stop holding back. I've been talking about her lately on the podcast, and maybe through this episode, you'll truly understand why she has helped me so much and how she has helped me so much. But it's my friend, my mentor, my teacher, Gabby Bernstein. Since 2016, I have taken six of her courses, either online or in person, and each one has served to help me get to the next level in my healing journey, manifest things beyond my wildest dreams, and truly become confident about who I am and what I am meant to do in this world. And the first class that truly opened my eyes to my potential and to the potential in all of us, not just me, all of us, every single human being on this planet to make a difference, live in our passion and change the world was Spirit Junkie Masterclass. For three years, we have done a Spirit Junkie series on this podcast to share the stories of other Spirit Junkies and what they have done to transform their lives after taking this life-changing course. So feel free to go back and listen to episodes 152 to 160, which were recorded in 2017. And there's also episodes 206 to 209 from 2018, if you want to hear those inspiring stories. But in the rest of today's episode, I'd like to take you through some of my biggest lessons learned from Spirit Junkie Masterclass and play you some of my favorite clips from the course and from those who have also been transformed by it. So I'll start out with one of my favorite clips about the power of sharing our stories. Here's Gabby. Tell your story, honey. That's how you help them. You help them through sharing your story. We're all transformational speakers. Because anyone that has a story is a speaker. They can express that story in many ways, through their voice, through their written word, through a private session, through a tweet, through an Instagram, through a video, through a song. We're rocking tours, we're storytellers. And so you have to trust that by telling your story, you are helping them. I also sense that there's this feeling of needing to save them or something, right? And, and if I felt like I needed to save all of you, I would be dead. Okay? Yeah. You got to leave it at the door. You tell the story, and you shut her down, and you go home, and you eat some pasta. Okay? Gluten-free pasta. <laughs> and that's what you do. Okay? You, you, you tell the story, and you trust that through the expression of your story, you are having an impact. You trust that your message and your story is having a ripple effect on the world. And exactly who needs to hear it will hear it, and they will come back for more. Okay? Okay. If they're not ready to hear it, they'll find you another way somehow, and it won't even be, they won't even know how they got there. 
Does that move you, Food Heals Nation? Today's episode is titled, you know, how to step into your purpose, tap into your power, and transcend fear for good. And that's what we learn how to do in the first set of modules in Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital. So if you feel called to sign up, you can go right now to spiritjunkienation.com. So when I decided to write my book, I was stepping into my purpose. When I decided to start my podcast, to speak on stages and work on my film, I was stepping into my purpose. When I started writing my book, I was tapping into my power. When I am recording podcasts, writing speeches, or editing my film, I am tapping into that power. But what I had to do before I fully got to that point was to actually really fully release my fears fears of not being good enough, fears of who am I to write a book? Who am I to be on stage? Who's going to watch this film? Fears of judgment from the outside world. But there was a part of me who knew it was imperative to share my story in every way that I could. The only thing holding us back from stepping fully into our power is fear. Here's Gabby on fear. I want to talk just for a moment about the fears that I witnessed from you guys. I'm quite familiar with your fears. Financial fears. Fears of being unsupported. Fears of not being good enough. Who am I to be a spiritual teacher? Who am I to do this work? Fears of how am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to leave my paying job to go do this spiritual work that I know I'm here to do? Fears that people won't want to work with you. Where are the clients going to come from? Fears of comparing yourself to others, seeing seeing other people's practices. They've already done it. I can't. It's too late now. I'm very intimate with your fear. It was mine. It was mine. And I'm happy that we did those surveys because I just got to see the same damn thing over and over and over. Literally, you guys are like a broken record. And my my husband was here last night and he was like, you know, it sounded like a lot of them were asking the same question in different ways. And I was like, yes, we are all one person. (laughs) We are all having the same experience. Even if you think that you're, that's why I said to that young woman last night when she was like, well, I'm in the beginning. I was like, no, there's no separation. We're all here for the same thing. And we've all got the same problem. Our only fear, the only reason that there is a presence of fear is because we've been relying on our own strength. And the only reason there's a presence of fear is because we've separated from source, we've separated from spirit. And, 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 and so those stories and all those beliefs and all those fear-based little idiosyncrasies that are coming up for you are something that we must work with so that we can experience the lifting of those fears so that we can teach people how to have freedom from fear from a very authentic place. So let's get clear right now about our fear. What is the fear story? So I had to learn my fear story in order to overcome it. And I want to share with you an exercise that you can do right away to clear the fear so that you can become that speaker or author or podcaster or coach or blogger or yogi or singer or whatever it is that you've always wanted to become. What is the fear-based story from your past that has been blocking you? My story was, I'm incomplete without a romantic partner. Where did I learn that? I grew up in a household with a really loving father who paid a lot more attention to my brother. I have a fabulous dad. He just happened to really be into my brother's sports, and that told me a story that you're not good enough when you don't get his attention. I had a hit of his attention at age 10 when I got a national commercial. 
came home, my dad picked me up, held me in his arms and said, you did it, you did it. What did that story tell me? Success equals daddy loves you. You can see how that success was driven from fear for a long time. What are your stories? You may know them, you've done some of this work, do it again. And if you feel like you've done the dirty work from the past, what's the fear today? Write it down. So how do we heal from these fear-based stories? As we learn in Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital, it's just truly about recognizing it, feeling into it, and releasing it. It's a method that Gabby calls recognize, record, and release. We do this with all our fears in order to find freedom from them. So breathing into that fear, what does it feel like? Taking a deep breath in, holding it, and allowing yourself to truly feel it. Look, this may lead to tears. This is probably going to lead to unresolved emotions that are going to come to the surface. And that's okay. Like I said earlier in the book chapter, we've got to feel it so we can heal it. So invite yourself, allow yourself to feel it in your body fully. The next step is to grab your pen, grab some paper, and write anything and everything that comes up for you. Release it to the page. Give it a voice. Let it out. And when that feels complete, you're going to declare it out loud. Inner guide, I surrender this fear to you. Thank you for helping me reorganize this limiting belief and restore it back to love. I surrender this. And the last step is to create a freedom statement. Releasing the fear gives me the freedom too. So for example, mine right now is releasing the fear gives me the freedom to step more fully into my power as a podcaster, author, and filmmaker, and truly help people awaken to the fact that a healing miracle is possible. Food Heals Nation, what is your freedom statement? What is it? Ask yourself, write it down. This stuff is really powerful when it comes to letting go and manifesting exactly what we want. And just to follow up on Gabby's fear, don't worry. She fully transcended it, and now she has an extremely loving husband, Zach, who is her partner in life and in her business, and earlier this year, they welcomed baby Oliver into the world. So you can do this exercise for every fear that you have, because as you heal yourself, others heal as well. As you heal yourself, you give yourself permission to write that book. You give yourself permission to speak on stage. You give yourself permission to post online, make that video, post that Instagram, tell your truth. And as you rise, you help others rise. As you heal, you help others heal. Here's Gabby. Being an expression of your own healing has the power to heal others. You even healing and not even saying a word, you're healing. The vibrational effect of your healing will heal your children, heal your loved ones, heal your spouses, heal your clients, heal women in Rwanda. So Food Heals Nation, if you want to give yourself the gift of Spirit Junkie Masterclass and join the class of 2019, delve even deeper into how to step into your purpose, tap into your power, and transform fear for good, join me at this year's Spirit Junkie Masterclass Digital at spiritjunkienation.com. This course helps you gain the confidence and the tools to live your highest purpose, make an impact, and earn money for your great work. So first, we learn about removing the blocks, and then she literally takes us through how to write the book outline, how to speak on stages, how to put your work online, how to make videos. It is 
practical and spiritual melded together, which is my favorite way to learn. I hope it's your favorite way to learn too. During the Spirit Junkie Masterclass digital course, Gabby is going to teach you to clear the blocks that keep you from owning your purpose, to build a successful spiritual business, or bring your spiritual practices into your career by following her proven, practical, spiritually aligned action method. It'll help you strengthen your spiritual practice and experience a personal transformation with her spiritual deep dive. It will teach you to become unapologetic about accepting your divine purpose and earning money, accepting what you're worth for the great work that you're going to do in this world. It'll teach you to use your gifts and serve others in big and meaningful ways so you can write books, create products, create courses, design programs that people can't wait to buy and attract an audience straight to you, the audience that needs to learn from you. She'll help you gain the confidence to actually do what you've been dreaming of, and she'll help you learn how to be seen and be heard with her soulful marketing plan. This is a powerful method for marketing, publicity, and social media with authenticity. And Food Heals Nation, it works because I've used it to promote this very podcast. Because this course has meant so much to me and done so much for me, I literally rewatch the classes over and over a couple of times a year, especially when I need some boldness or some braveness or just to remind myself of how powerful I am. I know that it can be this for you too. So if you sign up at spiritjunkynation.com, not only will you get the powerful Spirit Junkie Masterclass course with Gabby Bernstein, but you will also get the best bonuses I've personally ever offered. I've done this the past few years. This year, I have collected even more bonuses. I've got nine bonuses for you. You're going to get a Rise and Bloom Mastermind. It's a special event. It's two hours online with me and other wellness entrepreneurs, but it's only for the Spirit Junkie class of 2019. We're going to talk about how to create the business and lifestyle that you've been dreaming of. And what we'll do is we're going to dive into 21 plus strategies to create income online that you can start incorporating right away. So whatever your wellness story, your wellness business, whatever you're doing in the world, I'm going to give you 21 plus strategies that you can start applying to make a little bit of extra money in your business. We'll start with a little and wherever you are, you can make this into a lot because I love talking about monetization strategies and how to create multiple sources of passive income so that if you lose one source of income, you have multiples going every month so that you're always safe. And that's what I had to do because of, you know, the story I told you earlier of losing everything. I had to create multiple sources of income so that I never felt that way again. So I always felt safe. So this is a a topic that's really, really deep to my heart. So that's what we're going to talk about in the Rise and Bloom Mastermind. So you're going to get that. You're also going to get our friend Whitney Lauritsen and Jason Robel's brand new wellness warrior course. In the course, you will get the strategies that you need to thrive. You know Whitney and Jason from so many episodes of the Food Heals podcast. You know that they will help you with every aspect of your life. They're going to talk about physical health, emotional health, mental health, financial health, 
And this is an online course. It's worth about 400 bucks and they offer powerful mindset practices to elevate yourself like never before and even unlock your inner superpower. So that's going to be free when you sign up for Spirit Junkie Masterclass at spiritjunkienation.com. You're also going to get plant-powered meal planning with Chef Melissa G. She is going to give you a 15-minute healthier living consultation where you're going to discuss your needs, your wants, and your goals, and really how to get started on your journey to living and eating healthier and how to meal plan effectively and efficiently and save money on your plant-based healthy food. She's going to give you a printable grocery list and weekly meal planner template, plus her healthy pantry swaps guide. And we've got a one-on-one coaching call with best-selling author and founder of Copy That Pops, Laura Peterson. Laura believes that your story has to be in a book. You need a book. Laura can help you write it. She can help you make it a bestseller on Amazon and use it as a profit center for your business. So like I was talking about those multiple streams of income, she can help you create a book that becomes one of those streams of income. So you get a one hour call with her. Very, very, very valuable. I think she charges something like 600 or $650 for a call. So this is extremely valuable. And if you're thinking of writing a book, you might also be thinking of starting a podcast. So from me, you're going to get my podcast green light course, where I'm going to teach you marketing and monetization success strategies. So I love talking about marketing. I love talking about monetization. So this is another way to earn passive income through podcasting. We're going to talk marketing strategies to reach your target audience. We're going to talk about how to build relationships with your listeners. We're going to talk about how to create diehard fans. We're going to talk about how to throw parties online and in person. So much more all in that course just for you when you sign up for Spirit Junkie Masterclass at spiritjunkienation.com. But I am not done with the bonuses, Food Heals Nation. We have more. Nine bonuses, like I said. You're also going to get a 15-minute video strategy call with Adam Shibley to map out your transformation battle plan. You probably don't need a new diet or a new exercise plan to get better results. You need a better battle plan. That's why Adam, who lost 100 pounds and has helped his hometown lose 35,000 pounds, that's why he is offering you a 15-minute call to help you transform your health, help you on your wellness journey, and get that battle plan into place. And Susie Hardy is going to give you six powerful guided manifestation meditations. You are going to love these Food Heals Nation. She talks about how to release anxiety, how to find a place of peace, how to attract abundance into all areas of your life, how to remove creative blocks, how to find divine inspiration. Those are just a few of her powerful meditations that she's going to share with you. You're also going to get six months access to the Food Heals VIP Club. These are never before heard podcast episodes on three of my favorite topics, holistic health, spirituality, and business. So each month you're going to get three podcasts, one on each topic, and you're going to learn how to uplevel your health in all areas of your life. And my final bonus, bonus number nine, this is like a lot of people's favorites. We get a lot of good feedback on this one. You're going to get a VIP Lululemon swag bag shipped straight to your door. Inside is going to be organic, vegan, health and beauty products from our sponsors. They are so fun and I can't wait to send that to you. Plus, Gabby is offering some major bonuses in addition to the bonuses I'm offering. So, 
Go to spiritjunkynation.com. You're going to get all my bonuses and Gabby's. You have to register by June 20th to lock in 3,999 worth of bonuses from Gabby, 1,999 bonuses from me. If it's after June 20th, email me and I will see if I can get you in. But go to spiritjunkynation.com to sign up. Gabby will give you a free ticket to her brand new one day Spirit Junkie Live event, which you can attend either in New York City or anywhere in the world by live stream. You're also going to get the Spirit Junkie Basics digital course. This is an amazing program that Gabby put together with her team of business pros. You don't need a lawyer. This is what you need to get started. It has all the nuts and bolts you need when setting up your new business contracts negotiation tools, insurance information, and plenty more. You're also going to get live group Q&A sessions with Gabby, plus lifetime access to the Spirit Junkie Community private Facebook page. This one is priceless. This is how I connect with everyone, whether I need health advice, business advice, whether I'm partnering with someone, finding an accountability partner for exercise, food, business. This is where it all happens. We just talk. We help each other. It's a beautiful place. So if you feel called to join, you know what to do. Go to spiritjunkynation.com, reserve your spot today, and I will see you in class. And to close us out, I've got a clip from Gabby and some testimonials from some of our favorite Spirit Junkie Nation. Roll it, Roxy. A Spirit Junkie Masterclass is a really life-changing experience. For me, I found my voice. I found my story. I claim my power. And I found a family. The Spirit Junkie Masterclass was a really powerful experience and I think that is one of the most beautiful gifts that I got out of it it was that community we have a really powerful spirit junkie tribe and that motivates you and that keeps you focused and that keeps you going like such a big lesson for me is just you know to know that using my talents is not only is it imperative for myself but in terms of sharing my gifts with the world and know that it is something that I should be sharing. How can I surrender even more? And how can I just have more grace and have more space and trust that and know that everything's working out for my highest good? And I think that was like the biggest takeaway for me. It's so important that we know that and we own that, that we can create whatever we want. It really helped me to shift out of victim mentality and into this lighthouse mentality. And from there, I finally felt empowered to really connect to what it was that I truly wanted to do and to live for myself and to answer my soul's calling. So I invite you all to accept it fully, to join me fully and to own fully what you came here for, what you came here to bring forth, what you came here to teach, what you came here to share. To own the journeys that you have been on, as dark as they may have been, own them, own them, hold them sacred. Know that your stories are your vessel, are your vehicle for your truest, most expansive expression of the light. Your stories, your transformation, all that you have been through is exactly as it needed to be so that you could be in this seat today. No matter how dark or horrifying it has been, it is exactly as it needed to be for you to be in this seat today so you could own it, hold it, be it, and express it so you could teach others to do the same. You have a massive responsibility, and I welcome you. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately. 